Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Tom Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. And Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, have, uh, I guess, equaled their record to 500 now with a victory over the uh, Tennessee Titans in their home opener, 16-10. to But uh, that is just the scratching the surface of what's going on with this team. As uh, First off, uh, on the field play, very, very lackluster. Uh, the Miami Dolphins usually could have lost the game, um, but uh, instead they get a victory, a much-needed victory, which takes them to 500, of course. Um, but there's so many underlying uh, uh, tensions and, and uh, stories going on with this team, which uh, this is going to be a very interesting show because we're going to break it all down and, and we're going to kind of go from both sides of the spectrum and, and, and have the debate. Uh, the crowd was just waiting to chant uh, Matt Moore's name, I think, going into this game, and, and they got what they wished for as the uh, the chants in the stadium uh, became, you know, a crescendo uh, throughout uh, chanting for Jay Cutler to be replaced. I personally think that that was counterintuitive and, and kind of went against what they wanted because the second that – uh, Adam Geese heard that it almost puts a coach in a situation where you really can't make a move there because then you're appeasing the fans. So it's a very strange circumstance of events that went on there. And then, of course, the the circus continues. Uh, it just seems like this team is always in the midst of controversy. When it's not something they start, they seem to pick it up and become the focal point of the controversy. And now, uh, last night after this whole game and everything, uh, the video and news came out of the video of offensive line coach uh, Chris Furster, and of course he's uh, snorting a white substance on there, and and uh, there's audio in which he's he's talking to. Um, uh, I don't even want to you know, say girlfriend or whatnot. It's now being reported, um, you know, uh, uh, that it, let's just say it, 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 it's a woman that uh, he had some sort of a relationship with, and and uh, it, it just becomes more and more incriminating. And then today, uh, now he he resigns, and my phone uh, and everything, uh, all my media lit up. Um, like crazy last night, and it's just uh, festered on till today. And so, like I say, it's just the, you know the Miami Dolphins. It's it's, it's the on the field exploits, and then it's the off the field. And it seems like the off the field becomes more and more. Um, it, it almost overwhelms whatever goes on on the field, which for the most part hasn't always been positive. So um, it's very strange. And I think there's two sides of the coin here with Jay Cutler. And, uh, you know, the Miami Dolphins obviously went out and, and talked this guy, or at least Adam Gase talked this guy out of retirement to come in and, 
and to quarterback the Miami Dolphins this year, ten plus million dollars incentives and and all that stuff factor in, and and he's really been. Uh, uh, not performing uh, at the level, anywhere close to the level that I think he was expected to. We're uh, already done with four games now. And uh, so, you know, from one side of the coin, you know, you are 500, which is certainly, you know, not terrible, especially in this league today. Um, This is a very strange year. Anybody can beat anybody. There's a lot of teams you thought were really good going through a lot of problems right now. With the exception of the Kansas City Chiefs, everybody in the league looks very beatable, including the New England Patriots. So from a record standpoint, okay. Um, But from scheduling standpoint, you're going to Atlanta and it starts getting worse and worse. You know, do you then stay with Jay Cutler? Is there a trigger point where you do make the change? Um, and go to Matt Moore. Um, it, it's a very difficult situation, I guess, and we're going to explore both sides of that. I know Rich has a lot of viewpoints on it. I'm going to, you know, take both sides as well, give my opinion. I'll play devil's advocate, and we'll see where that goes. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's always uh, entertaining in Dolphinland. There's no doubt about it. Um, so on a side note, be sure to check us out on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, search Pacatello Show, and you can get individual episodes or just hit the subscribe button, and, and you'll get every uh, every one uh, of our episodes right to your phone. So um, basically Monday Monday night you'll have uh, the, the freshest episode come right there, and, and uh, be uh, feel free to send us any comments uh, that you have to uh, Show at yahoo.com and we'll try to start reading some of them on the air we've, we've gotten uh, you know um, a, a bunch there and so we'll, we'll maybe in the last segment try to do that but without further ado um, let's open up discussion let me uh, welcome in my partner in crime Rich Van Zant to the show Rich so much going on right now I don't know where to start but I'm going to start off the field because obviously we had a lackluster game and there's the Cutler thing but let's first start with the off the field antics as you know last night the videos start surfacing and mainstream again Miami Dolphins right in the mix of the mainstream tabloid media again as offensive line coach Chris Furster uh, a very incriminating video, um, which I don't understand why you video it, but uh, there's a video of him, you know, snorting a cocaine-like substance, and uh, he resigns you video today. yourself. You know, he did it himself. Yeah, it's not like somebody videoed him. He did it. Don't understand. It's beyond belief. And, and, you know, let's be honest, too. This is on Dolphin property in the offices. This is before a team meeting. This is in the facility. I mean, how bad does this make this organization look? Yeah, you know, I mean, this wasn't at a nightclub. This was in their building. No, I, I agree. And I know you have a lot to say. I'm not going to interrupt you. I just want to say, um, yeah, it, it's in the facility. What I don't understand, which me and you talk about this all the time, in this day and age, you have to do everything. You just have to assume whatever you do is going to come out. You're either going to be filmed or it's going to – but to do it yourself, like what are you thinking there? You know this is going to come back, don't you? Yeah, you know, I, it just it just seems to me that, you know, like I said, what, what did Ringling Brother, what did Barton Belly say? You, he never went broke on underestimating the stupidity of the American public, you know, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, people just make dumb mistakes all the time. But it, it just, it just, you know, look, this guy's a moron. There's no question about it. I mean, I'm glad he's gone. But this is an organizational issue. 
I mean, there's not a coincidence that we're always in this three ring circus thing. Okay, you know, let me stop you there. Like to play on the field. Okay, let me let me stop you there because that's what people have been harassing me about today. That's what I'm getting harassed about. That it's the organization. It's a clown organization. It starts from the top. I'm getting all of that. I'm sure you're getting it as well. So let me stop you yeah. there. Explain to me what what this means and how are the Dolphins like? How do they know this? Like, I mean, should they be held accountable to this? If you have an offensive line coach that goes rogue and has a private life behind the scenes, are you insinuating they should have known about this? Are you like how how is it the organization? Responsible for it. I, well, you know, I guess the the culture altogether, just the you know, the, the way they vet people when they hire them. I and mean, this is one of the highest paid assistants in the league. You know, he was making two yeah, million big, dollars a year. Supposedly, yeah, yeah. nine teams are after him. Not but a clown know, at all. Maybe, you know, yeah, no, I'm just, no, not at all. It's not like a. It's not like the assistant offensive line coach. This is a guy that was right. coming by like nine different teams. Yeah, I don't know. You kind of, kind of have to vet people a little better, I would think. Yeah, you know what? There's got to be something that you have to vet people a little bit better. I don't think that you know this guy's background could have been Snow White clean if this is going on. You know. You know, yeah, I always said I, uh, like you know, first time somebody gets caught shoplifting, it's not the first time they shoplifted. You know what I'm saying? You know. Let, let me ask you a question. When, when did the, the, do you know when uh, he started there? I think Gaze brought him in. So he's. Uh, I'm, I'm actually. I'm, I'm checking on this now. So, you you think that he came in last year? I think he started when Gaze came. Yeah, I think it was last year. Because his second year. You know, I mean, what what you're basically looking at. I mean, you're looking at a situation here, and like you said, yeah, you would think that. Um, I mean, I, I guess this guy is going to have some kind of a background that where this is going to show, right? But. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, who knows? You know, it's just, it, like I said, when it keeps happening over and over again, you have to look at the top, you know? Well, I think it's it, ironic. It doesn't too, happen to few... anybody else. It seems like it's always the Dolphins. We can't yeah. stand the reality news for a week when it's off the field crap, you know? No, it's, it's, every it's ridiculous. Week. And there is a little irony there that it is the offensive line, too, isn't it? Because you just got over the incognito Jonathan Martin nonsense that went on for, you know, the offensive line, and now and now it's your offensive well, line your coach. Your highest offensive lineman had a gas mask on before the draft. Well, yeah, I mean, you can certainly say that they should maybe, you you know, not have went that way, I guess is what you're saying. Like, I don't know what that means uh, as far well, as. you know, nobody else seemed to go that way. You know, why is it always us? Uh, he's taking, you know, suspect individuals, I guess, with, with backgrounds, you know, maybe yeah, I mean, when you're in I this mean, situation. You know, it doesn't seem like this kid's Anthony Munoz. It doesn't seem like it's worth the aggravation. It really doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know that going in. I, listen, we could certainly go. They knew it though. I did not know going in. That's why he dropped to us in the draft. No, I'm saying, like, I, when you're drafting somebody, he listen, you shouldn't have got him where you got him. So I understand you're taking a risk there. I guess what, you, what you're kind of saying is when you have this kind of stuff going on in the organization, maybe you just want to stay away from that at all costs and not, uh, you know. That's my point. Yeah, that's my yeah. point. 
But now getting back to this guy, I mean, you you you're insinuating that yeah, there there's red flags somewhere on that resume. Somewhere there has to be something coming through I saying. Would, I would if, assume so. I don't think this guy could be this wacky, and it's the first time he's ever done something. You know, I mean, that's just insane. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's got 23 years experience. Okay, and uh, yeah. you know the 49ers. Um, was you know one of his, his mainstays there. Um, he, he's uh, the Redskins before that, 49ers before that again, Ravens, Indy, Tampa, Minnesota. He's been around a long time, a real long time. Um, you know, so this is a 15, 16 year veteran guy. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Brought in by Adam Gase. Um, as far as you know, his uh, his background. Um, I think you bring up a good point. Now, this this was filmed at the facility. So, uh, you know, I mean, just the call to do that, maybe it's it's a, it's a feeling of uh, ownership. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where you would kind of get the empowerment to feel like you can go to that facility and do that. Um, they, they don't seem like on the surface to be an organization that, you know, the, tolerates nonsense they would have to be very liberal and, and lenient right for you to feel that way do you get the feeling that they are i mean they have a lot of faults this organization there's no doubt about that but do you say, do you get the you know the feeling that they're a very lax liberal organization i, I don't know about that i i don't know i i just you know obviously this guy didn't have any fear about bringing you know what looks like a you know no, he didn't. substance to a no. facility and doing it right before a team meeting you know, he's in his office. I mean, it's just a bizarre – the whole thing is beyond bizarre, you know? It really is. No, it, it is. And and if this happened, you'd shake your head and say, wow. But the fact that he films it, I just don't yeah. get that. I don't really I don't, understand that. I don't understand that, that either. And it, it just I – mean, you know, we can't even enjoy a lackluster win for 10 hours. No, no. <laughs> Far from it, actually. I mean, this overpowered it yeah. by a long shot. It was bad enough. You have so many on-the-field things that we have issues with, that which we're yeah. going to speak of. But this just overpowered that to where you're the tabloid, you know. You know you're in the mainstream tabloids. Yeah. I saw that this morning. I, I got a headache. I mean, it, I got an instant headache. I'm like, I, I you know, it, it's, it's wearing me out, this organization. It really is. Well, that's what I'm trying to get down to the brass tacks of. I mean, is this just something that you really can go after the organization for, or is this a rogue offensive line guy who's got a, a pedigree background that you're just shaking your head in shock? You know, that that's what I'm you trying know, to figure out. Cause, I would say rogue, yeah, if it doesn't happen every week, but there's something every week with this team. Every, it seems you can't get through a month without something. No, well, obviously they've they've – become the spearhead of the national anthem protest. They, they've become the team that leads that parade. Um, there's been issues, I guess, uh, you know, with the bullying scandal that, that came years ago before that. Um, they seem to, you know, always be uh, the a questionable. Fiasco. The Ricky Williams fiasco, the Tunzel fiasco, the incognito fiasco that you mentioned. I mean, it, you know, uh, the domestic domestic abuses with Ocho Cinco, the alleged one against Landry that you just dropped it. When we had Marshall, 
There was an incident even in New York where he's where bottles are being broken. I mean, it just never stops. Now, with the exception of the Ricky Williams one, everything you mentioned there is pretty much the same ownership and the same people running it. Yeah. I mean, Ricky's the yeah, only one that you right. could exclude from, from all that. I mean, even Ocho Cinco, I still have to say that that's still the same regime. All right, maybe Tannenbaum wasn't quite there yet, but certainly Ross is the owner and Philbin's in there, right, in his first year. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of the same people kind of running it. It's the same attitude running it. You know, so I'll give you, you that. Um, and, again, it comes down to your point. You know, uh, yeah, you're not really drafting Anthony Munoz, although they may think they were. To to do that, you're an organization that's on, you know, shaky ground right now. And so, yeah, maybe you got to make smarter moves than that, especially since you're – maybe one or two years removed from the incognito thing, to be drafting a guy in a gas mask, a little strange. Um, And then, you know, you you take it to the next level. It just seems to be a little bit of an anti-establishment, I I would say, uh, an open atmosphere from the owner. I don't know the right words to use on it, but it just seems like, you know, obviously liberal is the word, you, you know, it comes from, but I think it's more than that. I think it's almost an us versus them kind of mentality without the foundation that teams that use that have. And the Patriots, I guess, is the team that well, I'm referring well, here's to. Well, here's the other thing about Ross, you know, now he took the hard line stand for the anthem now. He did the Jerry Jones thing where, you know, Anybody who, you know, kneels is going to face, you know, benching or release or repercussions. And that's why our three guys stayed in the locker room yesterday. Well, I know that they sent, they they told them to stay in the locker room. What's that? I know they told them to stay in the locker room. Like, they they told them to stay in the tunnel. They said, we don't want. They told them they will stand for the national anthem now and not disrespect the flag. I hadn't heard that. So where where did you hear that from? It's been all over the papers. It's been all over ESPN. It's been all over the internet. Jerry Jones and Stephen Ross. Lots well, I know Jerry Jones. I got the Jerry yeah, the, Jones thing. And right under that was it was the headlines was Jerry Jones and Stephen Ross. Which I don't understand because Ross came out a week before I that, that. with an entirely an opposite message. Uh huh. That's, I mean, that's it, what I'm. That's why it's news. Yeah. Yep. But the, you're you're breaking something to me. I, I that's that's news to me, which is absolutely ridiculous. To, to yeah, he to totally go he totally changed his views. Hundred percent. Yeah. Completely changed his yeah. views now, and is saying now, that if anybody to me that means that's even more transparent because that's really not how he feels. He must have been getting a lot of flack from from the fan base and from you know the pocketbook. You know. Well, I think it that stems was from that. Yesterday. Yeah, it was. Oh, I think it stems from up. that meeting, probably stems from the NFL meeting with the four yep. guys that now they have this this issue, this precedent. But uh, ironically, you know, the San Francisco 49ers didn't get the memo, which, you know, that's another debate all in itself. But, yeah, you know, probably yeah. stems from there. But that that's a, that's a real about face, like you said. I mean, that's as 180 as you come. I'm, I'm, I'm actually shocked by it. Um, I was very shocked, surprised. Too. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. 
very, very surprised. All right, a lot of stuff went on on the field uh, as well, um, which was uh, nothing to shout at. So uh, let's take a break, and now when we come back, uh, we can uh, kind of dissect uh, the lackluster day the Miami Dolphins had in their home opener. Right back after this. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I am joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we uh, recap the Miami Dolphins home opener win 16 to 10 over the Tennessee Titans brings them to two and two. Uh, but I think there's a lot more to the story than that. Um, Jay Cutler, 12 for 26, 92 yards and a touchdown. Jay Ajayi, 25 carries for 77 yards, uh, his high of the year and a 3.1 average. Um, and Jarvis Langey, five receptions for 44 yards and one touch. So, uh, you know, his best game, I guess, as well. Um, his most uh, 
uh, I guess the game that he's most involved in thus far this year. But there's a lot of dissension there. Um, Rich, let's start with Jay Cutler, and I'm going to take both sides of the coin. I think first off, you have a guy in, in, in Adam Gase who talks him out of retirement uh, to you know to come in and, and quarterback. It obviously has not went the way that you know. Uh, he had expected it to thus far. Uh, $10 million plus uh, the incentives and whatever they may be. But the bottom line is, I think you get a sense that, you know, you're 2-2 two and two now. Would you be 3-1 and one with Matt Moore? I don't know. Maybe. Um, you know, and, I think and, so. Yeah. I think we, for I, sure we would have beat the Jets. You know, I don't think there's any question. We would have beat the Jets well, with uh, well, Matt there's Moore. Well, there's get a first down. question. The color couldn't get a first down in that game. No, he couldn't. But now you go into this game, the home opener, I mean, it's like you, the Wolves are waiting. Let's just put it to you that way. So when you do finally get there and then, you you know, you, the crowd's waiting the chant for Matt Moore, and they get their wish because he was, he was awful in the first half. Sure. But the bottom line is you come out with a victory. So you're, you're at 500 right now. And the fact that they chanted, uh, uh, Adam Gase, you know, obviously gets stubborn and defiant. There's a 0% chance he's going. But that puts him in a bad spot because you almost can't make the change there. But, but what do you do here? I mean, you're getting, the teams are getting better and better. You're playing the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, is there a leash on this coming next week? Like, what do you I don't think? think the, I don't think there's any situation other than, like, Cutler being cornered off the field that Moore gets in there. Well, I, I, I think from what he said, that's what he's stating, right? I mean, that's what he's pretty much saying right now. I, I, I believe him, gonna... too. I, don't, I think he's stubborn well, and he's not going to do it. I mean, the, the Cutler should have been benched three weeks ago. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I don't think it's coming unless it absolutely has to come either. No. But then you, you, have a, you have a problem in the sense that, um, you know, I, I mean, at what point does this, if this doesn't get back on track, at what point does this jeopardize your season? Because you're still 2-2 two and two right now. And the, team, and the league is really strange. This is as wide open as it's been. With the exception of the Kansas City Chiefs, every team in the league stinks. No, I got what you're saying, but, you know, we stink really bad. Yeah, we're we're in the pack. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not well, saying we're, in we're the any better. In the pack. We're one of the worst teams in football. We're, we're terrible. Well, he, I mean, but you're two and two. You know, though. We don't, Your record we don't doesn't get a show it. Yeah, but yeah, but you got to look at reality. I mean, we don't get a defensive score yesterday. We lose that game going away. We can't do anything on offense. Our offense is inept. You're not going to beat good teams like this. No, you're not. And by the way, I've watched that review many, many times, and if it was the other way around, I think I'd be livid. I really think that there's a good <laughs> chance that that hand was kind of going forward, and I've seen worse. Than, but it is what it is. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I thought it was going forward, too. You know me. I was sitting next yep. to you. I, I, you know, I think, yeah. yeah, I don't think that was a fumble. Hey, look, we had we had that break, and we had the, the you know, we had a break that they had Matt Castle playing for them yesterday. I mean, you yeah, know, that's yeah, the gift yeah. to Mariota starting that game. Mariota starting, we lose win. that game. Yeah, oh. you're probably right. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I know. You're probably right. And that's why I say there's so many factors to be taken into consideration here with this record. I mean, there really is. I but mean, it is what it is. We really, we really, we were 2-2. Two and two. We haven't played a good team yet. No, I mean, I don't even consider the New Orleans Saints a good team. I really don't. No, they're not. They're a mess. So, you know, I guess next week, 
Next week, you know, we'll be exposed. I mean, you're expecting a 38-16 to 16 game next week. So if anything else changes, it will be surprising. Because that's really what you're, you're expecting. You're giving us 16 points in a game. Well, if it's, yeah. I mean, if it's a blowout like that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm, you know my point. My point is you're expecting a blowout next week. <laughs> now, do they show oh, up? Too. Yeah, is it, I know. I mean, is it, is it one of those games where you're like, I can't believe it. Four games, they look terrible, and then they do this. Is that possible? I mean, it's only possible if Jay Cutler gets going. Was, like, you, know, you know, look, there's times, like, when we were 1-15 that year, that team had yeah. glimmers of hope at some point. You know what I mean? They weren't awful. They were losing by a field goal. But they were they seemed to be producing to an extent, you know, they, as bad as they were. This team just looks inept. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, here's a little strange thing. Um, Damon brought this up to me. Uh, last week, I think, right? He was talking about Ryan Tannehill and how he was basically targeting uh, Rashad Matthews was his favorite receiver, and he was targeting him so much in the beginning. And uh, they actually made a change to get Matthews out of the lineup. And by doing that, you know, he obviously had to find other alternatives, and he did, and it wound up opening up and it, it working. And he had said that in the sense that Cutler was obviously yeah, focusing on Devontae Parker yeah. so much, right? And I yeah. thought he was crying. Like, you don't bench a guy just so you can do that. But ironically, Parker gets hurt now. And it did seem when he went out of there that Landry became much more into the game plan and had the be- <laughs> yeah. best game he's had so far. Now, is there something you know, what I, don't, you know what I don't understand? Like, like, okay, Devontae Parker's supposed to be this long guy, right? The jump, yeah. go one-on-one and jump up and get balls, right? We've seen yeah, one yep. pass like that all year. Why aren't yeah. you throwing it long once in a while? I mean, instead of the same boring freaking three-yard pass plays that you keep doing, how come you're not doing bombs away once in a while? And what here's my to answer lose? to that. Here's my answer to that. I think that Jay Cutler is not comfortable in the pocket. He doesn't trust his, his team. I don't think he trusts his offensive line. He seems to be throwing the ball much sooner than he needs to. He seems to be throwing it like he's about to get hit or sacked when I don't even see people around him. I think the no, there's nobody around him. Doing... He's, not, he's not getting sacked and hit a lot. He really isn't. No, he's not. He's not. He's releasing the ball so much quicker than he needs to. And I, yeah. the offensive line, pass blocking-wise, and I'm only talking pass blocking-wise, is doing a lot better than Jay Cutler is making it out to be. In Absolutely. My I believe and it. So yeah, I believe it. Yeah. That, I think, is probably the reason why you're getting so many of these rather than, you know, letting it open up a little bit more downfield to take some shots. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe, you know, maybe he just needs to adjust and, and do that because I think if he does do that, it would open up the offense a lot more. I mean, it really would. And right now you're looking at a, a, a failed uh, plan. And the, the, let's face it, Mike Tannebaum, the Miami Dolphins, $10 million to go get this guy, Adam Gase. I don't believe it's just an Adam Gase decision at this point. I mean, because the, the, the whole organization is going to look like they have mud on their face, right? I, I mean, that's I guess, what it's going to look like. How long, you, how long you go down this road of despair here? I mean, who well, keeps it, playing like this? You just keep rolling with this? Well, it, you know, like I said, it's admitting that you made an absolute blunder. And I don't I mean, think yeah, they want to the do more, that. I mean, yeah, but if you make the switch and the, and the other guy plays well, 
people forget about the blunder. If the blunder's out there every week, it's in your face. I mean, I think that's worse to see a blunder than not see the blunder. True. In that sense, it's true. But then you have the other side of the coin. If Matt Moore gets hurt, then you have to go back to Cutler, and, and then what do you got there? And then you also have a team that is focused on, on the dollar signs more than most. More than most. Right? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, no, you got so, it. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously this is a big deal. This is a big deal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, it, this is just – there's no light at the end of the tunnel here. I mean, this is just – this is just brutal. It really but is. But is there no light at the end of the tunnel, though? I mean, it, listen, if – Let's say Matt Moore was the quarterback next week. Are you saying that this team can't go ten and six? They're two and two. Let's call it what it's it is. It's possible, but can... Matt Moore is not going to be the quarterback next week. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, not not by choice. I understand that, but you're saying there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Is it possible that Jay Cutler starts getting in sync? And Landry is extremely it. unhappy. This After whole Landry a month, thing. I don't see it. This whole Landry thing is blowing up right in front of your eyes. I mean, it's plainly oh, obvious that this man, you know, does not want to be there anymore. Uh, he is barking from the sidelines, from the field. And uh, him oh, and Cutler just – yeah, it's certainly looking like it's over. It's over. He'll, he'll, he will not be a Miami Dolphin next year. There will be another – he'll go somewhere and succeed, but he's not going to succeed here. They don't want well, him, and he doesn't want to be here. Well, the question comes down to what are they going to do about it? Are they going to put some kind of tender on him, or are they just going to let him walk away with no compensation? Are they going to try to to ante up and pay him so he does stay? No. Are they going to try to no. trade him? Like what? What are they going to do? They're going to run, ride it out. They're going to act like they're trying to negotiate and really, really not. And he's going to sign with somebody, and they're going to let him go. Just, and let him go. Hope they Just like com- that. Compensatory draft pick that they love. You know, they love those things. And why would they get that? How would they have to tender him to get that? You don't have to tender. You get it from the league. You know, that's that. You know what I mean? They, they give you the sympathy draft pick when you lose somebody that good. Yeah, you know? but it's not that high, right? I mean, what is it going to no, be? No, it's garbage. Yeah, it's like a fourth rounder. Fifth round? What, what round? Fourth fifth? or fifth. It's, it's garbage. Yeah, it's chunks. But they like that. They think, you know. They think they're so good at drafting, they can find Hall of Famers in those rounds, you know? The, the guys we draft in those rounds don't even make the team. Yeah, I think that um, that it, you, the track record of their drafts is starting to catch up to them as well. He's the one bright spot, and you, you don't want him, because obviously he's not Tannenbaum's guy. He came in the Philbin era, and they don't <laughs> want him. You know what I'm saying? We lived through the Wanstat era of drafting, which was – I didn't think he could get any worse. This is this is like this is catching up right now. This is like this is mirroring the Wanstead era, you know, where you have no impact from anybody you draft for like three years in a row. You know, it's really getting bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty much on par. I mean, it, yeah. it's the same. I don't even call it worse or equal. They're both you're both terrible. So you know, it's it's you can't survive. The only thing like it that. didn't do it didn't pass over a Hall of Fame quarterback for a. For a quarterback that lasted a month, <laughs> you know that's that's the only thing. Well, that wasn't do. the draft, though. That's not the draft, though. Yes, right? it was. It's Jamal Fletcher Wait, over Breeze. Yeah, we watched that. That watched that didn't draft Breeze. It took Jamal Fletcher. 
That was yeah. that was the first time. We passed over Brees twice, if you remember correctly. No, I remember. Of course I remember. I don't know. Saban didn't take him? I, I, what, what, am yeah, I living I in a cocoon? I need you to tell me 150 times every year? <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember this? I mean, how many times are I going to hear? Of course I remember it. I live it too. But it is what it is. I mean, the Brees thing's done. And I still say today, if Drew Brees was there with Wanstat, that he wouldn't be Drew Brees. And as far as Saban, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, it's weird because I think Saban was on the way. I think he was on the right track. I really do. I think he was on the right track. If he would have stayed there, I think that team was was starting to get where it needed to be, but he had no quarterback because he made the ultimate blunder, and that's what ultimately yeah. cost him leaving. He couldn't do – what is he going to do? He had no quarterback now. He, he took Culpepper. That wasn't going to work out, and so now, you know, he didn't want to – go through the whole league trying to have to get a quarterback every year. But I think he was on the right track to that. But I think that, you know, that was just too big an obstacle at that point. And he, and he was offered too big of, a, of a, a deal to go to Alabama. But now that being said, you know, you, you look back at it, and, you know, the Miami Dolphins have since, you know, started over so many times and they're going nowhere. And, you know, I don't know if you caught, on a side note, the, the football life, Welker, how aggravating was that? That you find but out I now actually, that I not. I, I actually recorded it, but I didn't watch it yet. Well, here's what you need to know, which you've already known, kind of. But you, you, you need to know that not only did Wes Welker have that great game against the Patriots, where he becomes the place kicker from RA and he kicks the field goal and he returns the punt, <laughs> but remember. then you also find out that when Saban leaves, his one parting gift is to call Belichick and say, you got to get this guy. <laughs> this is the guy. I mean, it's unbelievable how the coercion works with these guys. From the, the, oh, the Shiano, Shiano in Tampa with the whole, you know, Revis. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous with the cornerback. Uh, not, 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 who's, who's the corner? Talib with Talib. How, how that? Yeah. I don't know how these things are not yeah. investigated. I really don't know how they're not investigated. But, you know, they, they, give them just, they let them do whatever they want. That's why. It's, you know? it's hey, we, we didn't have to let Welker go. They were idiotic with that. I mean, oh, we, absolutely. You know, they, they, matched it, they matched it off where we could have matched it, but instead we traded them with, with two second-round picks that amounted to nothing. Yeah, and, and absolutely, it does come to the Dolphins. You're right. Saban did what he did and, and that, but the Dolphins ultimately make the stupid moves. They're the ones who make the yeah. moves, and they have to be held – Accountable. And They're you know, the ones that. If do you're going to trade him, you figure you can't afford him anymore. And you're going to trade him. I can almost forgive that. But to trade him to the Patriots, you don't do that. The Red Sox don't trade players to the Yankees. Yeah, you, you don't do it. No, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. That's why I said here with this Landry, with the rumors that Landry's being shopped around. I mean, there's no team in that. You need a team that is looking to go to the Super Bowl now and needs a slot receiver. And and then, you know, they're willing to, because he doesn't have a contract, so they're willing to take a one-year rental to do this. And there's only one team that comes to mind, and that's the Patriots. And if that goes oh, on, yeah. <laughs> there better be a massive investigation, because that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, it really is. You know, for Dolphin fan, you're right, that stadium was empty. I mean, that stadium, now, it was 180 degrees, so, you know, you got I give them some some parting there. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in that hot sun, you know, day in and day. I mean, that, that's, that's rough. But that stadium was, was really not at an opening level. You know, it, it seemed like there was uh, there were certainly issues there. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, big time. Yeah, I know. Terrible. But you I mean, know, you, the home, you, you know, no matter how hot it is, <laughs> it's the home opener. You know, but yeah, you know, how people that watch this team played for the last three weeks, and, and you know, they had to be disgusted. You know, I can see them not saying, "I'm not going to this." Yeah, I, I, right? I mean, I guess we're going to find out more. But yeah, as the games go on what the crowd's going to be like. But, yeah, I think yeah. there's an overall disgust in certain ways. You know, I, I guess my point that I'm trying to make is right now, Rich, you are not out of the season. You are still at 500. As bad as they've been, they found a way to get two victories here, which keeps them right in the middle of the mix. But where does it go from here with a tougher schedule? You know, they're obviously going to uh, either go downhill or, or, or what's going to happen. So keep that in your mind. I want to hear your answer to that. We're going to take a last break. When you come back, I, I want to know what the Dolphins, in your mind, can do to turn this thing around, or, or you're, you probably just think it's, it's a lost cause, but we'll see right after this. Second and nine, and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Breyer on the catch. Dan Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736. Or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm Pat Catello, and I am joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we uh, broadcast uh, live, recapping the Miami Dolphins home opener. Uh, be sure to catch us on iTunes. Just uh, search Pat Catello Show, and you'll get all our latest episodes and can subscribe and uh, you can reach out to us at the Pat Catello, Pat Catello Show at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll take some uh, comments. And, of course, Rich, uh, you know, you've certainly been uh, very vocal in, in, in your dismay for this organization in many ways. Um, I think that the Dolphins right now, are, are they've weathered a huge storm. I don't know really know how they've done it. But, like I said, to be at 500 at this point, it can go either way. They can still get the season under under control. It's just the quarterback situation, I think, which is, is in, you know, dire need of some kind of a – Rehaul, either if it's with Cutler or without him. I mean, they have to get it together. I know you're going to take the the, the downside of this coin. You you seem to think it's just going to get worse, worse, and worse. Yeah, we played the easy part of the schedule. When we're 500. We should have been no worse than three and one if this was a good team. You know, they're going to get worse. There's a it's a brutal spot of this schedule coming up. But it was last so, year. No, I don't. You said I mean, the unless this team. Well. So the same thing we're last year. The schedule got, schedule got so much tougher in the second half last year. You said the same thing, and they went on a tirade and wound up making the playoffs. So they've done it before. The schedule where you think would really hurt them, they've done it. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but I'm just saying they've done it. That argument, I could come back with the other way and say, you know, they've done it before. They can't get first downs. How can you think they're going to win games? I mean, they, well, they, can't get it. They, they go three and out every other draw, every drive. It's terrible. Well, they've won two. I mean, a first down, it was like we were shocked yesterday when they got a first down. I, I don't see how they're going to win six games if they play like this. <laughs> I agree. I mean, they're going to have to start playing a lot better. Um, you know, the running game's going to have to start getting better. I mean, they're going to have to play better. There's no doubt about it. I'm just How about saying, the coach like, has know, to wake up? How about the head coach has to wake up? Because what is his game plan? I think his game plan, you know, is, is basically uh, – well, after week one, he made it seem like he was the one that was holding back Cutler. He made it seem like he put him on a short leash and was doing the quick, safe passes. And now it's almost like he, he's the same results, but he's not doing it. So that's that's a little strange. Don't really know what to uh, make uh, of that. You know, overall, I mean, if you want to rate this team on a scale of 1 to 10 of likability, it's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most unlikable group I've ever seen in my life. It really is. From top to bottom, it's unlikable. You think so? You, you don't you? I mean, if they got rid of, like, half this team tomorrow, I'd sleep like a baby. It wouldn't bother me at all. You know, it's just it, they're just unlikable. The way they play, the I don't know. It's just it's just something there that just turns you off. <laughs> well, there's a lot of personalities. You know, that, did you ever think you'd hear that from me? I mean, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would. I think I, I would. I don't think that's as much of a yeah. shock. I mean, a lot of the personalities are very strong personalities that probably rub you the wrong way here. And, uh, you know, I, so I, I can see where you would say something like that, yeah. I mean, Jarvis Landry, you're either going to love the antics or you're going to hate him. The, the defensive I mean, look, line. I love him is, as a player, but I can't stand that damn ball spinning after every first down you get. I mean, it's it's played out already, dude. Stop. I agree. 
No, I agree. I don't like it either. It's very annoying to me too. I, you know, I don't need it on a third and three. You know, every, no. I don't need it. I don't need that either. But and, and it happens that, no matter if the score, if you're winning or losing, it does makes no difference. He's spinning them. I know. I don't. I don't like it either. But I you why be up stop by thirty there? or I down mean, by thirty. You're still going to spin the ball. I mean, if you if I look at this team and I want to pick out guys that I really like and I ha- that have heart, the first guy that comes to mind to me is Kiko Alonso. I mean, I don't know how you don't like that guy. That guy gives it all. And no matter what you well, say, so about I, didn't that like guy, it. I didn't like it from the start because I thought we I thought we it was a ridiculous trade that we made. Yeah, I know. But you guys put that aside. Put that aside. Doesn't matter how you got yeah. him, but you and got I don't, him. And I, don't you like him. I don't think he played well last year. I think he's playing a lot better this year. But I don't no, like the way whether, he played last year. I think he, he too played, many too I many muffs last year. I think he played excellent last year. I think he had such big nah, turnovers. Nah. He won two games for you. I mean, that San Diego game was huge, huge. I, I, I think you really underestimated him. But the bottom line is, no matter what you think of his play, the guy puts it all out there. He's an undersized middle linebacker. He plays yeah. hard every play, gives his 100%, gives it all. So he's a likable yeah, t- guy. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. It's few and far between. I mean, I'm I don't even love the defensive line. Yeah, I agree. No. I don't love the – listen, the person – the defensive line is so underachieving. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. I, I've been saying this, and I know now all of a sudden you make Wake out to be a dinosaur. And he wasn't a dinosaur two years ago. He wasn't a dinosaur last year. Now he's a dinosaur. Well, what do you expect from a 31-year-old? Oh, what do you mean? I he's mean, 34, I just see, bro. Okay, but he wasn't over and I think soon to last be year. And He's last year, you didn't say he was 33, soon to be 34. Last year, that wasn't the excuse. Dominican Sue, this guy gets more money than anybody else. He's not even a shell of the player that he was that I watched in Detroit. Well, that's a, that's a, that signing is turning into a huge disaster. It's and it's going to really kill the cap too soon. They're going to have to they're going to have to do something with him soon because he's certainly not worth 20 million a year. No. And this guy Harris, I like him. That's a good pickup. I think they did a good job with him. But you know what? But that's that's a fill-in guy that's gonna you know do what he's going to do. Uh, but I mean to you know to I'm talking about Charles Harris, of course. But and I like Hayes a little bit too. But you know if you if you put these guys, I mean these guys are just filling guys. If you look at this defense, the defense is playing decent. It's playing decent. You know, the defensive coordinator seems like he's, he's, he, he, he's getting – Matt Barnes seems, seems like he's getting it together. But, you know, it just still doesn't seem as dominating up front that I thought it should be. And, no, you know. But, you know, you've got to give him a little bit of a break, too. I mean, I don't like the – you know, if you, if you give if, – if we're defending them the first time, right, on a kickoff yeah. to start the game – it seems like the other team marches down the field. It's like if you hold them to a field goal, you did something. You never yeah. see them, like, start the game with a three and out, do you? You never get no. to see the other team punt really quick. That, that's the yeah. issue I have with them. But the other thing, I guess you can't blame them totally, is they're on the field too damn much because the yeah. other, our offense goes three and out. All sure. the when, you have an inept, when you have an inept offense, absolutely, your defense is going to suffer. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you put the no-name defense in there, eventually they're going to cave. You know, I mean, that's remember, what happened in the days where where they used to blame Marino for scoring too quickly. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I've seen it. And people at home they may not realize that they really did. Well, you know, yeah. they scored too quickly. You can't put fifty-one points up like that. You know, you got. Yeah. <laughs> you really? scored too quickly. Boy, I would take that back now, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh my goodness, it's just insane. I know, I know. It, it, it's crazy. 
But, you know, when you have an offense like you're saying that is inept, it does put a big strain on your defense, and it's very hard to maintain that. I mean, it you know, it reminds me of me, too. Yeah. <laughs> it puts a big strain on me because I can't take much more of this. It's 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 unwatchable. Yeah, well, again, though, I keep going back to this, and I know you'll say, you know, I, I don't hear you. That, You're out you know, of your mind. Well, I'm not on my mind. My point is I'm telling you that with all this, they're still 2-2. Two and two. Regardless of how they got there, they are still in a good position record-wise. A very good position. <laughs> if they could somehow get this together on offense, I think they can, you know, they can win some games here. The problem is we have no offensive line coach as of now. <laughs> this whole week is going to be turmoil because of this off-the-field nonsense. You know it, yeah. I know it. This isn't just a rubbing under the carpet, we're going to bring this other guy in. This is, they're going to get bombarded all week for this. Did you Did you hear the latest now? No, talk The to woman me. who released this is a model from Las Vegas who says she released this because she's a Colin Kaepernick supporter, and she wanted to yeah. prove to the world that uh, the coaches are just are worse than the players, and uh, this is her, her way of uh, exposing the NFL. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I actually heard she was a, a stripper from, uh, I thought, Florida, they said. But now she's from Las Vegas. Las they Vegas, said, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, model. I guess model, strip. stripper, same thing, right? I guess you can but, call yourself a model. They reported today she was a stripper from Florida, but so I guess this is... Well, she she could be originally from Las Vegas, I guess, too, you know? I hadn't heard the Colin Kaepernick thing. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. She's a big Colin Kaepernick fan, and uh, you all keep saying all lives matter, stuff you, and then uh, comments below the original post. Yeah. You got me on that. uh, That's just... Yep. Makes no sense to me. I don't even know what that means. I really she's, don't. She's I don't gonna, know how. You... She's gonna if, if we don't and if everybody doesn't shut up, she's gonna release more. She claims. What's more? What do you got? What, what's I more? Don't, I don't know. Maybe it's somebody else. Who, who knows? So maybe it's it? the rest of the coaching staff. What do you want from me? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That one's weird. <laughs> I haven't heard that at all. You always find a way to interloop these things. I don't know. It's just insane. It makes no sense at all. I don't know what it they say to something like that. Oh, jeez. It's it's insane. Um, you know, I guess when you look ahead and, 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 you know, you try to get some faction of what's going down here, you have uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons, um, you know, at their new stadium. Uh, that game on paper seems very, very tough. You know, you know what the Atlanta Falcon offense can do, although they have some injuries there. But, um, you know, it, it, it's, they played them already in the preseason. I guess that helps a little bit. You're a little bit familiar. Uh, but actually coming out with a W in this game is going to be extremely tough. Um, but you seem to think that Jay Cutler is the quarterback, regardless of what happens in this game. It seems that way. I mean, I don't. I mean, there was the, this guy had multiple opportunities to pull him yesterday. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I would have pulled him up to the first quarter. You know me. I I, I was disgusted at halftime. I mean, remember you saying, "Well, they're well, they're up ten to three. I go, "Yeah, but it was a, it's really three three on offense because it was a defensive touchdown. He didn't do anything. You know, it's no, been a nap. It's three and out, three and out, three and out. You know, and a really bad turnover." Right, but my point on that is if you had three of those and it was 28-3 to three and the offense did nothing, you're not going to pull them. 
That's my point. It's the same kind of thing. No, I understand that he didn't do game. it, but this is this is three games in a row that he stunk. I know, but I knew he wasn't going to do that. I said that even before he made his zero percent. Look, obviously, he's not, they're not going to make this move unless this guy's hurt. It just seems that's the only way he's, he's out. It, I think it's a huge mistake. I don't think he's stopping out of this anytime soon. He looks lost. I don't know what's going on. I never look. I didn't watch Cutler every week, but I never saw him being this inept. Even in bad games he played against teams, you never saw him the guy where he couldn't get a first down. I mean, he looks like Cleo Lemon. He looks like. Like the clowns that we had in between, you know, the Fiedler and uh, Tannehill era, you know? I mean, the filling guys. I mean, he looks yeah. like just somebody we pulled off the street that was going to be a broadcaster. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was pulled off the street. That <laughs> was going to be a broadcaster. Yeah. I hear you, my friend. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I think everybody at home listening, you know, is kind of on the same faction of one side or the other, like where we're going here. I don't think anybody can, can condone or say that this offense is playing well. Uh, you know, I, I, no, I don't see it. I mean, it's really – you really can't say – it's not the quarterback. It's the quarterback. He's inaccurate. He makes bad decisions. And, you know, you got to blame Gaines to an extent because of the stupid screen passes. Like I like I told you, I mean, what if Landry going into last night's game, yesterday's game, had 24 receptions, and I think nine of them were screen passes. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. It's play calling is certainly not where it needs to be as well. You're right about no. that. I mean – the play polling has been uh, suspect. We never hit a receiver. It's like the, it's like years ago where we never hit a guy on the run. You know, we have no yards after the catch. It's like it's like the guy's standing there waiting for the ball to come. You know, and he has to dive for it or reach behind himself or you know or you know bend down. There's never a, a, a foot of yardage. Well, I will say in the second half of that game. In the second half of that game, he had that one drive. He hit everybody. He hit Jarvis Landry perfectly dropped. Thomas perfectly dropped. Kenny Stills perfectly dropped. Yeah, there was I mean, one battle. So, yeah, you're right. There was one time. Yeah, you're right. I don't you know, know what you say to that. Lot, there, I, there's been a lot of drops this year, but, you know, you, his overall performance has been bad. I agree. And, Rich, I, you know, listen, I, I'll say this. I mean, uh, you know, I would love to see this turn around because I'm getting tired of it as well. It seems so redundant and week after week it's very frustrating. And, the, you know, the 2-0 and record is not going to – the 2-2 and record is not going to stay. 500 is not going to stay if you continue to play like this. I guess my point is you're very lucky to be where you're at. And I guess we'll see how that, that comes about, my friend, because it's, uh, you know – it's not fun. I want to see this. No, it's not. It hasn't been fun for a long time, and it's, it just seems to be getting worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's our show, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. I 